Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. You are going to be so glad you tuned in today. This show is absolutely packed with good stuff. Right out of the chute, we have tire safety and hot weather with Rick Brennan from Kumo Tires. Then in the second segment, don't get scammed. A new free Android app called Scam Detector is now available and partnering with WeGoLook.com. We have Soren Mahalovich with us along, and he's in Canada, by the way, along with Robin Smith with WeGoLook information on the latest and the baitiest <laughs> auto scams running like how about the lease termination scam or match the best price scam i bet you've seen some of those or how about this one the gas can at the gas station scam something to be looking out for we got all that coming up in the second segment and it is the second saturday of the month so here to help me out in the studio we have our christian toyota guy dan santarelli with modern toyota as I always say, here's Danny. <laughs> Good morning, Robbie. How you doing this morning? It's a big time. It's it's the big one for Toyota, right? Yes. July is the big sales event, and they call it the big one. The big one. And these 2012s are flying off the lot. The gas price, uncertainty, all that stuff. What what's moving the fastest? Well, our new thou excuse me, our new 2012 redesigned Toyota Camry. Uh, it is just by leaps and bounds, it's flying off the lot. It just, in our Toyota Corolla, anything that gets good gas mileage, which is a lot of our vehicles today, uh, they're just, they're not sitting still. They're not collecting any dust at all. So if there was ever a time to go visit your Toyota store, wherever you are, if you're in Salt Lake City or whatever, if you're thinking about doing that, July is a good time to do that. The selection is still good. The prices are dropping. You got all sorts of incentives. It's a great time in the dam. Toyota is just, they're out there and they want to sell cars. We got all kinds of special pricing and financing. Just if you come in and see me, we're going to make an amazing deal. I mean, what Toyota's doing today is just unbelievable. All right. And then coming up, this is what, this is one part of the show. I tell you folks, you're not going to want to miss. It's an extremely special appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, crap for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Last week, we announced the Share Your, Her- Your Heavenly Heritage Contest at Christian. <laughs> Share Your Heavenly Heritage Contest. We shared that <laughs> at ChristianCarGuy.com, where you write and share your testimony and, if possible, your parents' and your grandparents' story. And you can win the next generation. But that will also enter you in a drawing for thousands of dollars in prizes. With the first drawing actually only a couple weeks away, July 28th. I have to tell you, folks, one of our Salt Lake City listeners shared a heart-wrenching story, I mean to tell you, about her struggles with God and the LDS Church, the Mormon Church. And we thought there might be a lot of folks out there that would be encouraged by this. So we brought in some actresses. And we dramatized it with music and sound effects. And, folks, you're not going to want to miss this amazing story of God's redemption. And it's coming halfway through the third segment in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. So 
Write your story. Email your parents and get their story and go to ChristianCarGuy.com and enter it in the Share Your Heavenly Heritage program or the Heavenly Heritage contest. You know, who knows? We might dramatize yours or someone in your family's next week, and that could lead, really, it could lead many to Jesus. It's the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest at ChristianCarGuy.com. And I do want to say, if you absolutely can't listen to the rest of the show today, you need to find out about tire safety in the summer. You need to find out about these scams or you want to hear this testimony. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and listen to the podcast. A couple hours after the show, it'll be posted there or any of our previous shows. And you can also find out about the Jesus's labor of love. That's free car repair labor. (laughs) My mouth is not working today. It's free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country where we have outlets, where we have radio stations that carry our show, it's the Jesus' labor love. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find out all about that. And as always, this is a live show. So if you got a question, a tire question, call right now, I'm telling you, because we're only going to have Rick for this first segment, 866-348-7884. If you've got a scam question, something like that, we got the second segment, you call us, 866 348 7884 tire safety. We're going to get right to it. Tire safety. We have Rick Brennan here, Vice President of Marketing at Kumo Tires. Rick, what should our listeners be on the lookout for in this hot weather? Oh boy, Robbie. Um they need to be real aware of the air pressure that's in their tires. Um as temperatures go up, the air inside the tire actually expands. So the pressure can go up inside the tire even though you don't drive or you don't put more air in it yourself. The other thing is if it's too low, um, if the tires are a little bit underinflated, if as they drive, the temperature increases more because the tires are flexing more because they don't have enough air in them. And that can also cause even more pressure buildup inside the tire and more heat. So checking pressures and getting down and dirty and Getting close and personal with tires is the way to keep them keep them delivering what they promise to you. Right, because it's the only place the rubber is meeting the road. You're driving along with all this machinery, but there's only a few square inches that your car is actually making contact with the surface of the road, and that's those tires. And, Rick, am I right that at this time of year, a lot of tires will develop cracks and whatever because of that change in inflation going up, going high, and you really, that inspection process is critical, especially if you're fixing to leave to go to Montana or somewhere. Yeah, Robbie, when we when we make tires, we put a lot of stuff in it to keep them uh, pliable, kind of like putting uh, cream on your face to keep your skin nice and pliable as you age. We put that into the tire to make sure that uh, they last a long time and don't crack prematurely. But as tires get old, they start to crack. So as the pressure builds up, it can actually open up these cracks. And the danger of the cracks opening up is water, moisture, things from outside can actually get inside the tire. And if the cracks are deep enough, they can get into that steel wire and corrode the belts that are on the tire and really cause you a problem. So you need to make sure that you check the pressure. And pressure should be checked when the tires are cold. So the recommended pressures that are in the car for that the vehicle maker puts in there is four tires that haven't been driven on. So if they've been driven and the tire pressure is higher than what it says on the door panel, don't let air out. It's uh, normal for the tires to be 
a little higher than what the doorpost is or what the vehicle manual says because of the buildup in pressure from the heat when you drive on the tire. Yeah, that is so critical. A lot of folks think, well, I can just look on the side of my tire and see what the pressure is, but you mentioned it that it's either in the panel of the door or it's in their owner's manual. The proper inflation is for the car because it's not the tire. The car, all cars weigh different amounts and all these things, so the, the auto manufacturers are the one who know how much air is supposed to be in the tires. That's right. It's the, the tire sidewall just tells you how much the tire can actually carry. But the recommended inflation pressure for your car is actually set by the people who made the car. So in the owner's manual, on the door post, usually on the driver's door, either on the door or the door jam on the car, is where you'll find the correct tire pressure. The other thing is if you've, uh, if you've bought some jewelry for that car and you've changed rim sizes, um, make sure that you contact the tire maker, uh, tire manufacturer, to find out what the new recommended inflation pressure is. Because a lot of times it may be different if you've changed wheel sizes and you've put a different size tire on the car, you have to match that up with uh, what originally came on it so that you make sure that you have enough air in that tire and the tire can do its job for you. Yeah, because it can change the way the car handles. There, there's so much that's, that's so critical in this time of year is the time when you're taking your car on vacation. It's going to be driven a long time, perhaps on a very hot highway. You're going to get a, a, a real good expansion in there, aren't you, Rick? <laughs> and yeah, so- if, uh, for every... Uh, for every 10 degrees of temperature, the tire pressure can actually go up about 3 PSI. So if, uh, if you're used to driving, if you're in the, in the north or uh, in the northeast, it could be 30 degrees when you get up in the morning, and it could be 70 degrees later in the day. The pressure in the tire can change dramatically. So making sure you, uh, you check the tire pressure when it's cold and just uh, constantly maintaining it is a, is a very good practice to get into. Yeah, it could save somebody's life, undoubtedly. Well, we appreciate Kumo Tires constantly giving us these press releases and and very concerned about the safety um, of what they're doing out there. We appreciate you guys. Rick, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thanks, Robbie. It's great to be with you. Okay. Now, listen, we have got a show, I'm telling you, lined up. We're going to be talking about about these scams. Who's trying to scam you out there? New scam app. We go look. We've had them on before. You're going to want to hear from them. How you can you can beat some of those things. And then, oh, my, the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest. Uh, we have this one entry. It's going to be dramatized for you. You do not want to miss. Believe me, you don't want to miss the third segment of the Christian Car Guy show. So stay tuned. Don't get scammed, especially don't get scammed on a car thing. Oh, my word. If you are listening to the Christian Car Guy show, you ought to know we talk about this kind of thing all the time. And there's great news out there today. There's a new app for your Android. It's been on iPhone for a while. Very cool. And it's absolutely free. It's called Scam Detector. We're going to talk about that. But remember, this is a live show. So if you got a question about a scam, something about maybe you've seen Scam Detector we have Soren on with us today with Scam Detector, so he's got the answers. 866-348-7884. Maybe you've seen a new scam out there you want people to be aware of. You want Soren to be aware of it. 
888-888-7884. And please, please, you're going to want to stay tuned for the third segment because we are going to have this testimony from this listener who entered in the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest. Her struggles with the Mormon church, I'm telling you, it's an amazing story. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. Welcome, Soren. It's good to have you with us. Good morning, Robbie. Good morning to everybody who listens to us. Thank you. You know, I saw this new app, and I happen to have, quite honestly, a very cheap Android, probably the cheapest Android you could get that doesn't have much memory. And so I was so pleased, I really was, when I could immediately download your app. It was absolutely free. And the next thing I know, I could detect scams right here on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a great uh, a great feedback I, I got from everybody. And uh, as you know, the, the app exposes the, the world's most notorious scams, especially uh, in the auto industry as well. Yeah, and immediately it loaded 557 different scams. <laughs> I mean, I yes. was sitting there and I thought, uh-oh, 557 scams, there goes my memory. But it didn't. Oh, it did. You guys do all that without using much memory. Yeah, it's a web-based app as well. So all, all the scams are coming from the internet. We have it on our servers, um, and we keep up, uh, updating the app. So <laughs> you'll have way more scams uh, towards the end of the year as we constantly update the app with the newest scam. Yeah, that's so cool. And you guys actually. Part of the reason that this is free is you're partnering with um, police in, uh, organizations around the world, one in Canada, right? Yes. We are actually partnering with the Better Business Bureau. who uh, they, they came to us and they said, you would save us so much uh, time, so many emails, so many phone calls. Um, and we partner with, with Better Business Bureau, with, uh, with the Canadian Associations of Chiefs of Police for negotiating, and a series of other um, financial institutions that uh, are interested to partner with scam detector, uh, they're coming our way. So it's it's getting bigger and bigger. And, and which, by the way, if you're figuring, wow, how cool, scam detector, how do I get it? All you have to do, really, is go to christiancarguy.com. They have that little, I forget what the device is called, where you put your phone on the little picture and it'll upload the app right to your phone. What do they call that picture? Yes. What's it called, Zorin? I forget. The icon? That, yeah, there's a little icon thing, you know, that looks like a little map sort of thing, and you put your little uh, phone eye on it, and it somehow or another goes to the website where you can get the app. Very easy, absolutely free, but I know that a lot of our listeners may not have Androids, they may not have iPhones, and they're thinking, wow, we need to know about these scams. What are these scams? And being a car guy, I gotta be on, I started looking into what you guys had there, and I thought, wow, this is really good stuff and stuff that I should have talked about on the show a long time ago. One of those that just jumped right off the page at me was the lease termination scam. Are you familiar with that one, Soren? Yes, actually, that is the the most important, the mother of all, of all lease, uh, lease scams. Uh, when, when closing the agreement, uh, you ask the dealer that... Uh, uh, what would happen if you terminated the lease early, and what would be the penalty for it? And he said, "Oh, yeah, absolutely, no problem. You can, you can terminate your your lease early, and there is a termination fee of two hundred and seventy dollars." And he's not lying. He he purposely, uh, but he purposely omits to tell you that the termination fee is, um, or penalty is just one of the two penalties that um, that they gave you and the other one is an early termination penalty so to speak 
or very similar depending on a company, uh, and that's a few thousand dollars. So the the dealer just tells you about one penalty, but there are two penalties for the for the lease termination, um, for the early lease ter- termination. Yeah, and a lot of times the folks don't even think because they haven't associated this lease with a very complicated finance contract, which is what a lease really is. And so I couldn't agree with you more. So when you say, and it's a great question, by the way, anybody leasing cars, which is not something I push, but in certain circumstances, very certain circumstances. But if you're leasing a car, if if you've said, okay, this is what I want to do, in spite of what Robbie says, you're going to lease a car, (laughs) go ahead. But be sure and ask. Tell me about your termination fee. And just like Soren said, you have the termination fee that guess what? You pay even if you made all your payments on time, you did everything you were supposed to do. And oh, by the way, at the end of the lease, you still owe another $280 that they're going to charge you just because they can, because they have a termination fee. That's the one fee that he's talking about. The other fee, the other fee is the early. Now you, you, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You were terminating early. So we got to give you an early termination fee. And quite often you'll find that even with some of the bigger, um, more well-named banks and finance companies, you'll be shocked when you, you, you gotta be kidding me, Bank of America and some of just, just ask. And then what they also failed to mention was, oh yeah, there's still interest penalties and you still owe the balance on the car. So it's no different than trying to get out of a purchase that you, that you, you set up for 72 months and now you decided 48 months in that you want out. Well, guess what? You're going to have to pay interest penalties. You're going to have to you know, pay the residual, what you haven't paid off on the car. All those things are involved. So I can't tell you the time, Soren, when I was in the car business that I would have somebody come in and they tell me, I thought that I could turn this car in any time for $279, just like you said. But they're telling me it's $14,600. <laughs> and they just totally... Totally misunderstand, and, you know, we use the word scam, but this is not illegal what they've done. You, When you signed that contract and you didn't read all that stuff, well, guess what? You got scammed to an extent, but, you know, if you signed it, it's not illegal. What they've done is, you know, you're now on the hook for this situation. Am I right? Exactly, and, you know, first of all, you have to make sure that you really want that car for for the period of time you are leasing it. And secondly, read the small print and, and ask the dealer as many questions as you can uh, when it comes to additional costs that he might not tell you about. There you go. Now, you might be thinking, wow, I've got a question about these things. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Now, a couple of these scams I'd really never heard of, but, of course, I was having so much fun with my new scam detector app on my Android. <laughs> I was looking through these things. There's people out there giving bogus parking tickets. What a thing. The parking ticket scam. What's up with that one, Soren? Well, there are all kinds, and especially nowadays with uh, with the technology that, that it is uh, uh, that allows scammers to, to use all kinds of uh, softwares that create could create uh, tickets that look realistic and and let's say you, you have to make Oh, we got to... Soren, I hate to interrupt. We got to go to a break. When we come back, you're going to find out how you might not... That may not be a real parking ticket that was on your All car. Right. And we're going to... We got lots more scams. But again, one of the things I know you don't want to miss is this entry into the Share Your Heavenly Heritage program. Find out it about on the break. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com and share your heavenly heritage.
this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nip it. Nip it. These scams, what the Barney Fife is telling you, you got to nip it in the bud. <laughs> nip, 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 nip this right in the bud. Oh, I love that nip, clip. And, the, and anytime I do a little, I've got to play Barney, especially with, unfortunately, the loss of Andy Griffin. I thought, you know, what a tribute to Andy to, to be able to nip some things in the bud right here on the Christian Cargo Show today. We are talking to Soren Mahalovich with Scam Detector and... What are some of these scams that are going out? How can you get this new scam detector for your iPhone, for your Android? Well, guess what? You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and there you can find out how to get the app for your phone. But if you don't have those, if you don't have a smartphone, you don't have an Android, you've got a regular phone, you can just go to ChristianCarGuy.com, click on the link, and it will take you to the scam detector website, which gives you all this information right there for free, right, Soren, right at the website. Yes, exactly. Scam-detector.com. So there you go. And the link's right there at Christian Carguy. You can go check out these scams. It talks all about them. Everything. It would be just like you had it on the, your phone, only you just need to go to the computer. And and like you say, you've got the, the Better Business Bureau's top 10 listed right there on the side of the website. All the scams that are going on, auto, face-to-face, internet, telephone, it's all there at ChristianCarguy.com with a link or, you know, at Scam Detector. So... Moving on, we were when we left our hero. He was he had this parking ticket, <laughs> and it it was actually not really from the police. These people had made up a dummy parking ticket that looked with it, like you said with the technology of being able to scan things. They can make a parking ticket looks exactly like a parking ticket. Only now they put a, bo- a bogus website on the bottom of it, right, Soren? And so when yeah, you go yeah, so- when you go to pay go your parking ticket at this website, you're not really paying the police. So how do you protect yourself from something like that, Soren? So uh, the way you can protect yourself is you have to check the website. When when um, you, you get that website and you go and visit ready to pay for your, your fine, you have to look uh, in the browser and, um, you know, when you, when you see HTTP, uh, every website that you have to do... Um, uh, transactions through it has to have an S at the end. So the the website would be HTTPS um, and then continue uh, uh, with, with the rest of the website. But instead of your regular HTTP, this one has to have HTTPS. Uh, and again, the, the rest of the website has to look normal, has to be from your, your city or your county um, Offices and just to make sure, if, if in doubt, call the city and require about the authenticity of the ticket that you apparently got. Yeah, because there could be somebody out there that you know he, you could have really been in violation, but they just beat the police there to your car. <laughs> you know, they're going around; they're more affected than the police, and they're putting out parking tickets for legitimate infractions, but there aren't real parking tickets. So, man, how scary is that? There's people out there. Another one that you that you posted there under the auto scams, which I I've actually seen this one done. I'm ashamed to say um, that back in my earlier early earlier car days of the car business, we actually did this one. It's called the open intercom. And since I've actually 
taken part in this one, regrettably, and have asked for forgiveness for it. Uh, Soren, I'll, I'll explain it. <laughs> uh, what happens is there's a telephone in the office of every sales little sales office that you're dealing with. And so what the, what the car dealers can and will do is they'll leave the intercom open on that phone so that after, you know, you guys are they're supposedly going to the boss to see uh, what the best prices they can get for you. Well, they leave the, op- the intercom open. So when they walk out of the office, the boss and the salesman are listening to your conversation and talking about what your strategy is in order to buy this car. And so again, as this isn't something that's, you know, if somebody got caught doing it, I suppose they could get some type of fraud thing done, but it's, it's not uncommon. And so, you know, when you're sitting there alone in that office, you, you might want to be careful what you say, because it, so it could be bugged, so to speak. Right, Soren? <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, you're buying a car, you're not buying a, a pack of gum and, Take your time and just go for a walk with with your friend, with your with your family member that you're you're uh, getting advice from. Uh, take a walk around the the park the parking lot of about the dealership and and talk uh, about your strategy outside. Don't don't talk out inside because these guys are sneaky. They 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 let you in their room. Uh, you you think you have your your private space where you can where you can talk about. Uh, your, your strategy, how to, how to, what your reservations are about, and then he listens in the other office, and he comes back and he points out exactly how you can alleviate those those worries, and then you buy the car right there. Yeah, another one, and this is a as a salesperson, I can tell you that this one was like a pet peeve. I mean, it used to drive me crazy. The dealers that would do this. We will match the other dealer's price scam. And oh, yeah. is that a scam? In so many on so many different levels, it's unbelievable. And I'm not even since I, I you know, I might be considered <laughs> a, a, a prejudiced witness on this particular one. So I'm gonna Soren, you describe this one. Okay. So um you might be hesitant about the price of a car and um and the the dealer comes to you and says, yeah, you know what? I, I will match the best offer you will ever get in this town for this car. I'll, I'll promise. And he sounds very convincing, and he acts very friendly, and he says that you can bring him a, a written proof of a lower price elsewhere, and he will match it. And what you don't know is that the other dealership, uh, the other dealerships aren't going to to play along with it. You won't be able to get a lower price in writing from from a dealership. So this is just a scam to make you stay in that dealership and make you believe that you won't get a better deal wherever you'd go. And you know how to avoid it? Just call his bluff. Tell him, no thanks. You're just not interested in buying from him. Um, or and give me, go ahead and just, yeah, just give me the best price right now and I won't have to go do that. Because really what you do, and if you're the other dealer and this person says, look, I just need something from you in writing because whatever you give me, this guy over here is going to go beat it. I mean, how does that make you feel? Why did you come in here to take my time up and, you, and you're not even interested in buying a car? You just want to use me. And, and so it, it's, it sets up a lose-lose deal for everybody involved. And it, it, it's one of those that really just, <laughs> I've got to tell you, as a car dealer, used to drive me crazy. And some people even advertise it in the newspaper. We will beat anybody's price, guaranteed. We'll give you five times this and that and the other. And, and, it, and it's just an embarrassment, really. 
that you're asking people to lie on your behalf and all this stuff. It's just not, it's not good. Another one that, that I saw here that I, I got a kick out of that's actually happened to me, not that I did to somebody else. <laughs> this one was called the gas station panhandler is what it's listed on the app, but it's actually a guy that's got a gas can standing waiting on you at the gas station. How's this one work, Soren? Uh, okay, you are filling your tank, and, and this man approaches you holding an empty fuel can. And, he, you know, he's very nice. He says, sorry to bother you, sir. I just ran out of gas two blocks away. Um, and he, he will say that he forgot his wallet at home. And he might even hand you a fake business card and, and or write down the name, address, and the phone number so he can pay you back later. And he says, well, I just need $10, $15 just to, to get a few liters until I get home. And I'll return you the money. You just just give me a call later on and we'll we'll." set it up um and well if you if you fall for this one there isn't yeah, there a lot we can help to we, we can do to help you well it's all at scam detector go to christiancarguy.com and find out all about it as well as we go look which we've had them on before and they'll go look if some if you're buying a car or something like that on the internet you can use them to uh to go do this thank you for being with me today soren god bless you i appreciate you so much and what you're thank doing you out very there much. Scam detector. Find out all about it at christiancarguy.com. Now, as promised, we got to get to this testimony, and it is powerful stuff. It all has to do with the Share Your Heavenly Heritage contest. This lady entered, and once I saw this testimony, I was like, man, this is so good. So we called in the actresses. We got it dramatized. We got music. We got a little sound effects behind it. Um, I think that it really it just hits the nail on the head for people that may be struggling with the LDS church or struggling with some other things that are that are mentioned in here, speaking with tongues and things like that. There's a lot of good stuff in this particular testimony. So we wanted to share this dramatized. I know it's not about cars, but we had a lot of car stuff on in the show. But I think you're going to really be blessed by this. My earliest memories of my parents were of alcohol abuse and constant fighting. My mom drank beer and my dad preferred wine. When dad would get drunk on wine, he would go for the shotgun and threaten to kill my mom's sister and me. Thankfully, mom would hide the shells when he began to drink. We could never be sure that there wasn't already one in the chamber. Dad was both physically and verbally abusive to mom and us. When my sister was nine years old, I was seven, and our little sister was one, there was a dramatic change in our family. We didn't know why at the time, but my dad became very religious and legalistic. Suddenly, he quit drinking and took us to church on Sundays and almost every night of the week. We also took turns holding Bible studies in someone's home on those nights when there was no church service. We weren't allowed to wear slacks, shorts, or anything except dresses that reached below the knee. Mom couldn't cut her hair but had to wear it up in a bun. She also wasn't allowed to wear any makeup or jewelry. Our church sermons were often about hellfire and brimstone and the fact that you had to get saved to avoid going to hell. As a seven-year-old girl, I was terrified of hell and suffered from insomnia. I was convinced that I would die in my sleep and wake up in hell. To make matters worse, I was sure that Jesus wouldn't save me. Every single time there was an altar call at church, I would rush down to the front as fast as my legs could carry me. I would then get on my knees and beg Jesus to save me. Then well-meaning ladies from the church would surround me and tell me that I had to speak in tongues in order to be saved. They would hold my arms up in the air and pray that the fire would fall on me. They said that simply asking Jesus to come into my heart and forgive me of my sins was not enough. 
I desperately tried to speak in tongues, but it didn't happen. I saw others rolling on the floor speaking in tongues. At least one of them I knew to be a thief and a liar. Therefore, my seven-year-old mind reasoned that, for some reason, God wouldn't save me. He even saved someone who stole and lied, but he wouldn't save me. By the time I left that church at 10 years old, I felt totally rejected by God. I decided that if he didn't want me, I didn't want him either. My mom left my dad when I was 10 years old. She fell in love with our neighbor, Johnny, who was divorced. Mom and Johnny told us we were going to watch fireworks on July 4th. My dad didn't want to go, and he and Mom got into a big argument when Mom said she was going anyways. When we got into Johnny's car, we didn't know that we would never see our dad again. Mom and Johnny moved us from California to Arkansas. Mom told us that Dad had died, so we didn't try to contact him. I later learned that Dad had not really died until I was 16. We instantly went from ultra-religious to no religion at all. We did attend a Baptist church once in a while and went to their ice cream socials, but that was it. Mom's new relationship only lasted two years. Then we moved back to California. Mom began drinking again and spent many nights away from home, so my two sisters and I were pretty much on our own. I was very angry at God and didn't want anything to do with Him or religion. Our two neighbor ladies in Long Beach, California were married to sailors and had lots of drunken parties. I was introduced to alcohol at 13 years old. I became promiscuous and very worldly at a young age. I loved to Mexico with a 20-year-old man when I was 16. That marriage lasted a year. And then when I tried to file for a divorce, I learned that the marriage had never been filed in the United States, so I wasn't legally married at all. I married again when I was 18. We moved to my husband's hometown in Pennsylvania, then through a series of events, ended up in Salt Lake City, Utah. My husband began cheating on me shortly after we were married, and we had numerous affairs during our six-year marriage. Although the marriage was unhappy, I will always be thankful for our two wonderful sons, Rob and Steve. During the last year of our marriage, I went to work as a cocktail waitress in a private club. I became involved with the club owner, Boogie, who was also married. We both divorced our spouses and then began living together. We lived together for six years before getting married. Boogie was an inactive Mormon who really didn't know much about what the Mormon church taught, but was absolutely sure that it was the true church, and if anyone said anything negative about the Mormon church, he would defend it vehemently. Although I didn't want anything to do with God, living in Utah put a lot of pressure on the kids to fit in. Boogie convinced me that the boys should get involved with sports. The Mormon church had a basketball team and hosted Boy Scouts, so the boys became active in the Mormon church. The Mormon missionaries began visiting our home to prepare Rob and Steve for baptism into the church. Some of the things the missionaries said to the boys bothered me because they didn't line up with what little I remembered about the Bible. I would ask questions that they couldn't answer. However, they taught that hell was a temporary place that you could get out of by having a Mormon pray for you. That was very appealing to me because I was convinced I was going to hell. I asked them to show me in the Bible where it taught that. They said they didn't know where, but it was in there. Then they told me to take the Book of Mormon, read it, and pray about it. They said I would get a good feeling and would let me know it was true. Thank God I didn't get the warm feeling or I might have been hooked. They decided I was being difficult, so they invited the local bishop to come over to talk to me. He couldn't answer my questions either and told me I was being argumentative. I actually cried because I so desperately wanted him to prove to me that the temporary health thing was real. But I let the boys get baptized into the church anyway. I figured that one church was as good as another. They did teach good moral values and kept the boys out of trouble. And
You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, and we've certainly had some technical difficulties this morning that have led us to lose part of this, the end of that testimony, and not be able to play the second half, which is sad because the, the, the power is in the second half. But guess what? Good news is we will play it next week absolutely for sure. And the second part of this testimony, the lady in the LDS church, and of course, we'll get a podcast of the entire testimony up here this week at christiancarguy.com for those of you who want to hear the rest of it this week. But we will certainly play the end of it next week and be able to play the entirety, you know, to play it in its entirety. But you're wondering, why? how did this come from? What is this? Well, it is the Share Your Heavenly Heritage Contest. And then we're doing that on Christian Car Guy, Robbie's Hobbies, a lot of the shows I'm involved with. We're asking you to write your own personal testimony, to send it in and enter it into a drawing. But we're also asking you to get your grandparents or your parents or really anybody else in your family and submit it, and you get extra drawings for every person's testimony that you submit. Now, here are some of the reasons that I think you might consider that. If you looked at Psalm 78, 3 through 5, it says, Things we have heard and known, things our ancestors have told us, we will not hide them from their descendants. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. In other words, what's, what is he telling you in the Psalms? Tell about the power. Tell about what he's done in your life. How about Psalm 102, 17 and 18? It says, he shall regard, meaning God will regard the prayer of the destitute and shall not despise their prayer. This will be written for the generation to come. It says to be written for the generation to come that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. Now, when, <laughs> when you do this, here's, here's some of the things that you may, you may be enacting what it says in Acts 1.8, right? Because you're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be a witness, right? And that's what happens when you share your testimony, and think about what a comfort that would be to your family and your friends. Okay, how comforting would it be right now to have every one of your children's testimonies in your hand to know, well, yeah, they are in fact really saved, or to have your parents or your grandparents' testimony. Well, guess what? Your testimony in their hands, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping I won't you know, be there at your funeral, or, but, but just think how comforting that would be for your family to actually have your testimony in hand in case anything were to happen to you to have other members of your fam family's testimony in hand. But number four, of course, are these amazing prizes because we do have thousands of dollars of prizes available. They're drawings. We're not rating anybody's testimony here. They're simply going to be drawings, and there's draw drawings. The first one's going to be on July 28th, and for they, are, they are for pilgrim tours. Your Bible study will come alive as you walk where Jesus or his apostles walked. Or... You know, you could give one of these prices to a loved one if you yourself didn't take the tour. There's thousands of dollars in, in vouchers to go on those tours. Then we have Energize Retreat that we're going to draw two of. They're pastor retreats. So you could bless your pastor because your testimony won an Energize Retreat. Guess what? Your pastor gets to go on one of these re-energizing uh, events with Andy Bowersox and Energize Ministries. And guess what? There's more. We have... We have two drawings for a Dangerous Heart Boot Camp or a Good Heart Retreat for Women. So the one's for men, the other's for women. It's a weekend retreat or boot camp in the mountains of North Carolina to help discover God's unique design for your life. So write out your testimony and submit it at ChristianCardi.com. 
submit, send emails to your parents and your grandparents, get theirs, and remind them, don't wait. This, this will really have eternal consequences, if you know what I mean. So it's the Share Your Heavenly Heritage Contest. You just go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and you'll see the very first top entry, along with Scam Detector and, and many other great articles there, ChristianCarGuy.com, the first one. Just click Share Your Entry. If you got your testimony, you can just copy and paste it right onto the application, and away you go. Well, I certainly want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. It's our listeners that make the show. We do want to thank Linda Bogensich, I think is how her last name is pronounced. Her courageous testimony in Salt Lake City. We shared part of it today. We're going to do the rest of it next week. The actress that played Linda the little, as a little girl is actually my daughter, Mariah. And the adult Linda is Beth Ann McBride, the program director here at Truth Broadcasting. We want to thank... Rick Marenin with Kumo Tires, Soren with Scam Detector, and of course, our Christian Toyota guy, Dan Santarelli. Alex, our producer, help me out through this many difficult. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.